0: You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com.
1: We are two months and two days away from the opening Sunday of the NFL season. Not that anyone's counting or anything like that, right? September 8th, we got the Bills and the Rams. September the 11th, we have the full slate of NFL games. But what we have today... Is a good good amount of baseball conversation. We'll get a little bit into the football, and I, I guess we have to get into the Kevin Durant Kyrie Irving saga um, this morning. So one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. And I haven't been here in a couple Saturdays. And as much as I have enjoyed, right, we were in Lake Placid one Saturday, and last Saturday was just you know July Fourth weekend, my wife's birthday, was off and enjoying uh, just time with family and friends. I missed you guys, and I hope you feel the same. So, today, we're back, and next week, I'll be back, and the week after. So, going nowhere for quite a while uh, this summer. So, one 800 919 We start with kind of a conglomeration. It's a big word, um, of the Mets and the Yankees. And we'll, we'll start with the Yankees, and I don't even know what to say anymore. I wonder if, as a Yankees fan, you watch this team, and you just you, you sit back on the couch, you put your feet up, and... I guess this isn't even a fair word to use, but you're almost you're almost bored because they're they're so good and they're so dominant. And I don't know that I ever remember a team that can beat you in so many different ways. Starting pitching has not been great the last two nights, right? Garrett Cole, Nestor Cortez were not great. Cortez couldn't get through four, and certainly Cole couldn't get past Rafael Devers. Doesn't matter, we'll that slug you. We don't have Aaron Judge, the best player in baseball right now. On Thursday, doesn't matter, we'll out-slug you. Don't have Anthony Rizzo, doesn't matter. Doesn't make a difference. We'll out-hit you, we'll out-pitch you. Our bullpen is better than yours. Our starting pitching is better than yours. I mean, to think that we all had the idea coming into this season that the Yankees had flaws or holes is almost amazing to me. And you know what's really remarkable? Is that yeah they 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 tweaked some things but they're not a complete like what's so different this year than we've seen in the past is, is, I, yes Kiner Falefa you get a, a full season of of Anthony Rizzo you have it seems like a, a better version of Glaber Torres. you add Josh Donaldson but it's not like you made major moves. I mean your starting rotation is your starting rotation. Last year you had Cole. Last year you had, for the better part of it, Nestor Cortez. Last year you had, you know, Montgomery. You had Tyone. Now Tyone wasn't this kind of pitcher, but he's he's slumped a little bit later lately. Also, it, it's just amazing to me because not like there's sweeping changes. In fact, there were so I, I guess it's fair to say like and remember how annoyed the Yankees fan was. They didn't go out and get Carlos Correa. Oh my God! I did, Carlos Correa was available. You didn't get Carlos Correa, and I was I was preaching that as well. In essence, a one-year deal, and you didn't get Carlos Correa, and you added Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. So you move on from Gary Sanchez. You add Kiner-Falefa. You keep Rizzo. Cortez is now locked in there. Uh, you're going to play judge in center a lot instead of you know right field, which means Stanton gets to play the field a little bit. But it's still Gallo. It's still Hicks. You add Donaldson. I, just, I, can't, I can't believe that we were so wrong. Because how often are you so wrong on a team? How often do you look at a team and say that's going to be a a ninety I don't ninety two win team? But there's real flaws and I have real concerns. How and and they're 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 world beaters is what they are. You watch the Yankees now and it's I mean they're unbeatable. They win every series. If they lose a game, you're like oh I can't be, I can't believe they lost that game. And they have a lead that is so insurmountable that even the most negative, pessimistic Yankees fan. Can't say anything about it. Like, I just wonder, is there anything? And I've heard, well, I don't trust Joey Gallo in a big spot in the postseason. Okay, fine. I don't want Aaron Hicks playing left field in a big spot in the postseason. But this Yankees team is as complete a team. They're 61-23. and Their run differential is plus 183. They have a a 15-and-a-half game lead over Tampa, 16 over Boston, 16-and-a-half over Toronto. I mean, this is not a great season. This is a season for the ages that we are in the midst of watching. I could only imagine, and I've had some success from some of my teams in the past. I mean, I saw the Giants go go 14-and-2 and win a Super Bowl and started at the season 5-2 and two and then won every single game the rest of the way. I've seen the Rangers win the President's Trophy in 93-94 and go on to win the Stanley Cup, and they were a terrific team. I've seen the Mets in 86 win 108 games and go on to narrowly win the World Series. Right? I've seen four championships from the Giants. I've seen um, really good things outside of the Knicks. You can't really say anything with the Knicks, right? And last time the Knicks were really good was years ago. Last time the Knicks were, were good consistently was was like 30 years ago at this point. Well, I mean, do you realize what we're in the midst of seeing? You're in the midst of seeing, witnessing one of the great seasons in the history of sport. Not, not of baseball. I mean, this team is clearly on point to be the, the greatest team record-wise in baseball history. Now, are they the 27 Yankees? I don't know. Are they the 98 Yankee? I don't know. Are they the 86 Mets? I mean, I guess you have to culminate that with a with a, a world championship. But I, I can't believe we're sitting here and this is taking place. I mean, if the Yankees make no moves, can we, uh, I, I don't, not one person. I don't want to hear one person sit here and have anything. You know, Brian Cashman hasn't gone. Brian Cashman gave you Clay Holmes, who you didn't even hear of. You didn't even know existed in the world, and he's the best reliever in baseball right now. That's what Brian Cashman has given you. Brian Cashman has given you—I mean, I saw a tweet. I forget who it was from. It might have been from uh, Tony Maserati, who does afternoon drives in, uh, in Boston. And he said, I see now why the Red Sox bullpen is, is not good. The Yankees have every single great reliever in baseball. It's like every single guy you throw out there is better than the next. It, it is absolutely remarkable. That the Yankees are sitting here, they're sixty-one and twenty-three. Their run differential is plus one eighty-three. Houston, who's terrific, I mean terrific, is fifty-five and twenty-eight with a run differential of ninety-eight. Dodgers, best team in the National League right now. 54 and 29, with a pretty impressive run differential of 147. And the Yankees are head and shoulders better than that. So I, I, I'm not going to go after the Yankees fan for you're not enjoying it the way you should because I think you are enjoying it. But just realize this is a, and I guess for the Yankees, you can't even say a once in a lifetime kind of a moment because th- this has happened before, which is pretty remarkable. That the greatest season. Midway through in baseball history, you've already lived this before, right? You, li- you lived this in 98. You experienced this already. But it's just, it's remarkable to me that they are where they are. And if you're a Yankees fan, you have to be just, uh, like I said, I can only imagine what watching a Yankees game is like right now. It must be so fun. Because you know, at the end of the day, they're going to win. Teams aren't 40 games over 500 on July 9th. That doesn't happen. That's non-existent in the world of Major League Baseball. Teams do not dominate sports like this. So you and I and we are living what I think you'd have to say is a dream Yankees season up till now. And I know there are going to be people that say, well, if they don't win a championship, the 27 Yankees, the 61 Yankees, the 98 Yankee championship. I get it. But you can't win a championship today. You can't. And if your biggest concern is, I don't like Gallo batting ninth. I don't like Aaron Hicks in left field. Those that you know what? It's pretty good. Uh, if those are your biggest concerns, you're living a pretty good baseball life. So so that's the Yankees. And then you have the Mets. And it's funny because and yeah, clearly the the Mets are are not rolling the way they did earlier in the season. And they they're they're not hitting now, and they clearly have some flaws. I would agree with but the, the Mets are fifty-two and thirty-two, and last night was a frustrating loss. And you know, Drew Smith gets hit for the home run. And yeah, I, I agree that you should be a little bit annoyed slash frustrated. But you're fifty-two and thirty-two, and I keep getting these tweets and the call. Well, are you getting nervous now? Are, are you getting nervous now? I, I will tell you, I'm I'm anxious when it comes to the division because Atlanta is crept right there. I'm not I'm not nervous for the Mets to make the postseason. This is not a a Mets team like last year where they just, you know, fell apart and soiled themselves and couldn't get anything done. No, this team's gonna be fine. This team is gonna get into the postseason. Now, do they win the division? I think that's clearly up for grabs right now. They have a two and a half game game lead over Atlanta, three in the loss column. Mets lose what that's a bad loss last night. And and I know he might be the greatest clubhouse guy in the history of baseball. Uh Eduardo Escobar, it's it's tough to stomach right now. Guy's hitting like two eighteen, comes up last night uh, first and third, one out, strikes out, comes up last night. Bases loaded in the big spot, down two in the eighth inning, and he pops up. Now, was there a bad call on a 2-0 pitch? I think there was, but uh, give me a break with this guy at this point. We are more than halfway through the season, and I know. He's a locker room guy, and they love him, and he changes the dynamic. I get it, but my God. I, re- I mean, my God with this guy. Every time he comes up in a big spot, you kind of expect the other shoe to drop. He plays every day, every day. He's hitting less than 220. I mean, he he is. I mean, you can almost argue he's the Mets version of Joey Gallo right now. I get it. He adds a lot in the locker room, and he's a good defensive third baseman. But it is difficult to watch. Difficult to stomach. So yeah, I understand that the Mets fan or people that don't like the Mets are going to come after me and Austin. Oh, it's falling apart. You can feel it falling apart. I don't feel it falling apart. I don't, if you, if you, if you told me right now and DeGrom pitches again last night, three innings, like 36 pitches, three hits, no run, strikes out six, you know, said he felt great. Feels like we're closing in on, on DeGrom returning. And obviously is already back. You tell me, because you got to imagine the Mets are, good, are going to make moves as we approach August the 2nd. You tell me I have DeGrom, I have Scherzer, I have an upgraded bullpen. I feel pretty good even if the Mets, and I'm not rooting for this. I don't want this to happen. Even if the Mets wind up as the the top wild card team. You know what? I'll take my chances. If you give me DeGrom and Scherzer and Bassett and Carrasco and Walker and another arm in the pen and Diaz and this team, I'll, I'll take on anybody. Anybody in a short series. And you know what? To be honest with you, that includes the Yankees. If the Mets are at full health. I fear nobody. But you have you have the kind of I don't even want to say it's two two sides of the coin cuz the Yankees are just at a different level than anybody else. Although I do wonder if you're a Yankees fan. If I tell you right now, you get Astros ALCS. How nervous are you? I would think you 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 like that that probably makes your stomach turn a little bit, right? Astros home field for the Yankees ALCS. 'Cause you know there's no intimidation factor at all. Right? You know the Astros come in there and they're like, let let's go. We're not scared of the Yankees. Let's go. I uh, that would scare me a bit. But that's that's really, I mean, you know what, way far down the road. For today, Yankees fans, you wake up, the division, I mean, it it could not be more over. They were running, running through baseball. And now it's, let's see what they do with the deadline. Let's not overuse guys the rest of the regular season. Let's get to October and let's go. Mets, little different, right? It's, a, it's dicey for this division now. The Braves don't, they don't lose. They really are unbelievable. And you know what? Not only are they terrific, they're, they're so ultra talented. You look at that Braves team, you look at that starting staff, it is terrifying. So that's where we are. The Yankees and the run to where they sit at the moment. The Mets in the, listen, two-and-a-half game lead. Atlanta's now, you know, forcing their way in. But again, big picture. This team's going to get into the postseason, whether it's via the division or the wild card. The biggest question for me with the Mets is the starting pitching. If it's at full health, I fear nobody.
0: You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com.
1: Yankees, it's 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 like a, a summer tea. You're out on the deck, you put your feet up, you're reading a, a like a, a nice, carefree book and and a, you have a nice, cold glass of of summer tea. That's what the Yankees are. Met's a lot more stressful at the moment. I want to get to the calls, but before we do, we always say good morning to a very um a polarizing figure on the show. Some love, some don't like. That of course is one Ty D Butler. Good morning, Ty. How are you? I
2: reject that introduction. Well, I, well how so? I, I would say I am viewed more favorably than you are indicating right now, as evidenced by the reaction we got the last couple of days. So this is actually our third day, our third straight day working together. Right, and I
1: don't feel like it's too much. I I, I don't. Like I, I, you know, sometimes you spend a lot of time with someone, you're like, oof. You boy, hit that I, quota, right? And it yeah, feels like I don't. I don't right feel thing. like that. I don't feel like that's the case right now. I
2: love it. I feel rejuvenated. Uh, it's a it's a special show to be a part of. Shout out to the DNR crew. The
1: top com- of the morning. Top of the morning. <laughs> top of the morning.
2: <laughs> the company, I, I think at some point we're going to have to have an honest conversation about the company. They were I'm not going to at- sit
1: here and allow you to go after the company. No, they
2: were What's even that- attacking you yesterday.
1: Not happy with you. Well, that's fine. They're people with
2: opinions.
3: Rick T. Pietro and company.
2: And they have this, like, there's this fallacy out there that, you know, Ray Santiago, Ty Butler can't handle the smoke. All we're doing is responding to— Listen,
1: can we please—do we really need to sit here and, and, and have company conversations? Right, we yeah, don't, right. we, nor, nor should we. So so tell me about you. What's going on with you? How um, are
2: you? I, I'm, I'm excited about the Yankees' start, and you laid it out beautifully. Like, what the team has done, how it's deviated from what we expected coming into the season. I'm just so appalled that, despite all of the success that you just touted, uh, you check out Fangraphs, best chances to win the World Series. Care to guess where the Yankees stand? What, this this is this is my bit. Fifth. How it, are they it,
1: fifth on this list, Dave? I, I don't understand it. But You do understand this was my yeah, it's a, my bit from the show yesterday. No, I get that, but I'm. So saying, what do you mean? Do I care to guess? But it, yeah, I know they're fifth. But, I'm but not you do asking, understand this is not guys in a room saying, "Who do you like best? Astros, Mets?" No, they they take everything and they plug it into the computer, and this is what it spits out.
2: But so if if you're putting an equation into a computer. and the algorithm spits out that there are four teams right now with better chances, better odds to win the title than the Yankees. I say you're doing something completely wrong. We should burn the computer.
1: All right, well that that's your take. That's fine. We'll see.
2: because uh, I, I mean, as you mentioned, <laughs> you have like you, you have to try hard to find flaws like Joey Gallo, I mean, I don't expect him to get a postseason I'm so sick of ben. the
1: Gallo flaw. Like, like Gallo, yeah, he's not great, certainly. And by the way, what what was that play last night from Arroyo <sighs> in right field? He couldn't see the ball. Uh, clearly. Just he, uh, he, he let everybody know he didn't know where it was. He was screaming, <laughs> uh, where sw- is it? Where is <laughs> it? Like, if you lost a child at the mall, <laughs> you do, do you friend? think your reaction would be as in, intense as uh, Christian Arroyo was in it's right a field big last game,
2: night? It's a big game, man. On, oh, it was Apple TV last night. It's a big game. Uh, Yankees, Red Sox, the rivalry. You don't want to have that happen. Well, of, course is you gonna... know,
1: of course you don't want to have it happen, but his reaction was just – like, uh, we once lost Alex at the mall for, like, 12 seconds. We are in a Dick's Sporting Goods, and he liked to run off. So, so we're like, Where, you have Alex? No. You have Alex? No. Where is he? Sherry's like, oh, my God. Close down the store. <laughs> Like right? you hear buzzers and sirens like that's like the way Gallo, rea- I mean uh, Arroyo reacted last night. That it made me feel like a child is lost in Dick Sporting Goods and he needs help in in a dire situation. Well, that's
2: the gravity of that moment. It, it's a big at bat, Yankees Red Sox with the chance for the Yankees to essentially blow it open, and he lost the ball. Uh, I I I'm I'm fine with his reaction, but four teams, Dave, like. Uh, you you would agree that this makes sense that you, you'd have the Dodgers, Braves, Astros, and the no, Mets no. ahead of
1: the Yankees. No, I would I would not. But but I I will I will say this: Yankees are going to win 100 and I don't know, 18, 20, 40. I, I don't know how many games they win. 140. No, I did in 40. no, like like 115, 118, 120. I I don't know how many games they wind up winning. I still think you go into a series against. Houston, you're like, oh, okay. I don't. I mean, like, I I would understand if you went into that series saying, I don't, I don't feel great about this. Yeah, but
2: even if the Yankees, let's just say somehow won ninety ninety two games, was the prediction, and then you went into a series with the Astros, you'd still have trepidation, regardless of how many games you win, because the Astros have been such a thorn in your side. 2017. But that's my point,
1: is that you don't look at the Astros and say, there's no concern there. I think there's, there's a lot of concern there. Obviously and the same thing, with, same thing with the Dodgers.
2: But we're talking about two great teams. Like, well, what sport? It's not
1: like they have the Orioles with a better chance to win the World Series than the Yankees.
2: Yeah, but you do have the Braves and the Mets, and, and uh, that's another thing. So you just said something last segment. I was with you for a while, and then I was like, ah. I don't know if I, how I feel about that. All right, well, it's a problem. You said, like, if the Mets are healthy, I feel great about my chances against anyone, including the Yankees. Yes. Which is a, a very fair take. And as a Met fan, I would have the same take. The only problem is the if they're healthy part of it. What's the evidence that they're going to be healthy?
1: Well, I mean, there, there is none, and that's a very fair point. But so, so you don't really have a problem with what I said. If if they're healthy, I, I fear no one. If I'm the Mets, because I think their starting pitching is better than anybody they go up against. anybody they go up against. Scherzer's going to be healthy. I don't really have uh, a concern about that.
2: Really, because uh, last I, ch- I mean. Silently and low key, he's developing a little bit of an injury history. I, I do remember at the Championship Series last last season, the biggest he had game. Arm, he's yes. going to be fine. It was the biggest game of the concerned. season,
1: and he couldn't pitch. I'm not remotely concerned about Scherzer. First, not, I mean, first, you see, he he missed seven weeks. He comes back. He throws six shutout innings. Uh, he was dominant.
2: But I'm not talking about his performance. I'm saying when it's all said and done, is he going to be healthy?
1: For I'm. Not, eight I, well, I, listen. I don't weeks. have the. I don't have a crystal ball where I could tell you he's going to be healthy. But I will tell you, I don't worry about him. I worry about Degrom, and Degrom is the game changer because a healthy Degrom, Game One, my starting pitcher is better than your starting pitcher.
2: Yeah, but we've been having the same conversation for a year now. Uh, if we have, DeGrom, yes, we but
1: good. now he's he's slowly making his way back. He had a second start last night. He said he felt great. He looked dominant. He's over 100 miles an hour again. Listen, every single time Degrom takes the mound, period, I'm gonna have trepidation. Yeah. From now till the end of time,
2: because okay? with with Degrom and Scherzer, and and this is not just with them, but you know, as you develop an injury history, I've never known the guy who got older and healthier and recovered quicker from injury. No, and it it's usually an arm goes issue. the other way.
1: See, I think you're wrong on Scherzer. I don't, I, I, I don't think Scherzer's an issue. I really don't. I, I think, I think he will be. And last year, well, it was arm fatigue. Well, he just missed seven weeks, so maybe that's a blessing. Arm that, that fatigue, he's seven then weeks. there
2: was the hamstring, and now he has this issue. This issue he's dealing with. And he's he's going to be thirty eight in three weeks or well, in weeks. Well, listen, if you want to have
1: concerns about him, you can. I don't. I really, I don't. Like I'm watching him the other night. Not one second. I'm like, oh god, what's the next pitch going to bring with the I will have that. I, I have my heart in my throat with every time he winds up and think to myself, is this going to be the last pitch? Because he is a he's a difference maker. Oh, he, he changes everything.
2: And when he's right, there's no pitcher in baseball. No You'd pitcher, have No on pitcher in baseball. So I agree no. with that. I just, I, I, I just, as a Met fan, and I was the guy who said the division race was over a couple of weeks ago.
1: Be great, thanks don't for feel, that.
2: Don't feel great about that now. I still think they'll win the division. Well, but even,
1: but even if they don't, like if I told you right now, Mets, they don't win the division, but they're a wild card team and they're healthy. You'd feel pretty good yeah, about that's
2: that. A, that's a dangerous squad. It, it's, it's a dangerous team. Uh, but my only point is the only point of contention is just the health part of it. Like, these are two aging pitchers who, at their apex, are amazing and untouchable. It's just that it's been a while since we've been able to see them consistently perform at an elite level while not being injured.
0: You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com.
1: Let's go to my guy. I don't know where he's been. I've been worried to death. Marvin in the Bronx. Good morning, Marvin. You're on 98.7 ESPN.
4: First off, Dave, uh, I'm finished with graduate school. I got the master's degree and all that's done. But I'm a Dave, I'm a Dr. loyalist. You, when you're not on, I yeah. don't call. I go to the gym because really? you're my man.
1: But they're all very right? good. The people that replaced me, they're very good.
4: Yeah, but it's not like talking to you. So, And I must ask you this question. Did you get your gift? No. 'Cause I sent you a gift, day
1: I have not received from the military.
4: All right, you gotta pick it up. Look, I've been a Yankee fan since nineteen sixty four. I've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. All right. Lived through the depression of the sixties and, and the seventies, right? This is a special season. And I told my I told somebody in June the Yankees were in the World Series. Of course I have tremendous respect for the Astros, but in the seventh game series with the last game at Yankee Stadium, bet on the Yankees. You know. And yeah, it's it's, great it's hard not to, to feel you. like
1: that right now, Marv. I'll tell you that. It's hard not to feel like that at the moment. I mean, everything you could possibly want is happening. I've been, I've been through, the, I've been been
4: through all of it, Dave. I've been through all of it as a Yankee fan. I bleed pinstripes, all right? Um, I, I, my mother made me. I'm from Queens originally. and My mother made me a Yankee fan because she loved Mel Allen. But you're as good as Mel Allen. I'm going to give you that.
1: Well, I would, <laughs> I would say so, yeah.
4: <laughs> so no, I'm going to tell you, you something, Dave. It was a pleasure. I'm back. I'll, you'll hear from me every Saturday. i right. catch you sometimes a week, and you're the best, man. I mean that.
1: Marv, I, I love you. Uh, I'm glad you're done with your, your schooling, and, and welcome back. Jerry in the car. Jerry, good morning. You're on 98.7. Morning, Dave. Up, what I want
3: to say is, um, so I'm not a Yank. I'm a Mets fan, okay. but first and foremost, I'm a New York fan, so any team New York is always you know, I don't, I don't and, understand.
1: I don't understand that, but, but like, like you're a Mets fan. Yeah, I would, no I would problem. Think you would, There's no
3: problem. New York number one for for every team. I don't care. I follow all of them. So, I so who's your? Uh, hang on a second. But, but, who's but your? Who's your, who's your hockey I team? I came up
1: right. Who's your hockey team? I came. Hot Rangers. I, and so, so Islanders. Two years ago, you were rooting for the Islanders.
3: I I, I root for New York first.
1: No, I don't New I don't like York. it. I don't I don't I don't. think it's York. I think it's fraudulent. But go, go ahead. I don't want to start. Okay, no
3: problem.
1: No problem. No problem. Anyway all
3: this talk about the Astros and like all this like uh let's say timidness or possibilities or or anything doubt possibly or whatever if you're the Yankees you want the Astros you want to beat the best of your competition number 1 but they owed them something right like the Astros had their in a sense their numbers i wouldn't, wouldn't i wouldn't want you the want Astros them.
1: I would. I, I mean, yeah, you're right. If you're the best, you got to beat the best, and if they get in your way, you have to beat them. And I don't. I don't think that I'd be concerned about them. But if you told me Astros lose in the first round to the Blue Jays, you know, give me that. I'd. I would much prefer. No, that I get that. We get
3: that. But if they're there, you like not even like that. Actually, I want you want them. I, no, want I, them. I don't. I don't think you want know you want what them. I mean. You, they owe them payback for certain things, right? They owe them payback, and you want to come in with that mindset. That's it. Like you don't go in with a mindset like oh uh oh, you know what i mean where, where, where is that from that's not new york well, no, no no
0: no you know first, what i mean first
1: of all and th- thanks for the call jerry i'm not, i'm not saying if you have to go up against them that you're like oh god the astros i'm terrified you're every bit as good if not better than the astros all all i'm saying is if if given the choice no thank you now jake you you would you adore the yankees right that is true dave now before i even even ask you do you know what um 11 years ago today, what happened for the Yankees? I actually do, Dave. What what happened? Y- you know, Jeter is my
5: favorite player of all time, right? Listen, I'm asking a question.
1: I'm not I'm not judging or, or asking you who your favorite player is. Yes, Jeter is your favorite player of all time.
5: Well, it was uh, Jeter's 3,000 hit.
2: Here, here it saying. is. I think we actually have the call, oh. do we? Right. 3-2. That one's
0: drilled deep to left field. Going back, Joyce. Looking up. with an exclamation point oh what a way to join the 3000 hit club Derek Jeter has done it in grand style
1: all right so there you go so that that was the home run 2011 on this very day so you love the
5: Yankees um you, you you want the Astros I don't want the Astros but I do expect at some point to probably face them well that's that's different but if I told you you know game five ALDS, Astros, and Twins. Who are you rooting for? I would rather play the Twins, but to the last caller's point, when you're the best... You know, you don't want to fear anyone. You don't want to say, I don't want to play the Astros. Go into any series. Kind You'd of,
1: prefer not to play the Astros.
5: I would prefer not to, yes. If there's a way that the Orioles can steal a wild card spot and find their way into the playoffs, which is actually kind of possible right now. It's funny, about a month or two, or no, not even, a few months ago. It, I love
1: I love, I love, love how, how I ask you like a very pointed question, well, and, it, na- and it, now we're, it we're goes on the verge f- of breaking down it the goes, Orioles' wild card. It goes chances.
5: full circle, Dave, because a few months ago on this very show, After the Yankees lost to the Orioles, we were sitting here wondering, like, what is wrong with this team? And since then, I don't think I've had a bad day since. So, Yankees fans, like, again, it's kind of amazing that we're getting callers today nitpicking and and Aaron Judge sitting out the other day and people worrying. It's like, we all need to just relax.
1: Aaron Judge sits out, they score double digits. Stanton, Rizzo sit out, they score double digits. The starters haven't even been good the last two nights. Doesn't make a difference.
5: Aaron Judge right? went zero for five last night with three Ks, and they, and they still and they
1: scored twelve runs. Dominated. And you, get,
5: and you know what? I don't even feel like this guy's. I. You know what? I've had enough of
1: of the Jackie Bradleys of the world pitching. I, I don't. I don't need to see Brett Phillips pitching.
5: I don't. I don't need to see you know Bellinger pitching. I, I've had enough. I don't. I don't need position players to be pitching well, there's anymore. One, there's one name that we haven't really mentioned today that definitely deserves some airtime, and that's our boy Matt Carpenter. I mean. He was on the verge of his career being over a month ago, and now he's batting third for a historically great New York Yankees team. It's kind of surreal.
1: It's you know what the amazing thing is: I had Matt Carpenter in fantasy baseball three years ago, and he was so awful. And oh, I'm like, man. this I, I will never touch this guy again. And now he's in the middle of the Yankees lineup with a, a mustache for the ages. I, I mean, <laughs> Tom Selleck and Steve Harvey I mean, that, are that. At that, that like, I mean, oh really. man. It's a full, robust, rich, really. (laughs) But how do you how do
5: you think the Rangers feel? The Rangers just released him like a few a few weeks before the Yankees picked him up, and now it's like this guy is literally Barry Bonds with a mustache. Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds had a mustache. Well, yeah. You 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 get what I mean. How dare
1: you disparage the Bonds?
5: You know, people on you know people on Twitter are legit comparing him to to Don Mattingly. Like not not the looks, like his swing. His impact on the team. <laughs> I mean, Yankee ridiculous. fans are one of a kind. But, but to, the, to way, the point, Matt Carpenter's been unbelievable. To be fair,
2: Barry Bonds' mustache was like earlier in his career, like before. But you know, but like still a mustache. But
1: still did yeah, but, play with the mustache. I think the steroids, think yeah, got now, rid of that. Two things staff. I want to mention quickly, and I think you'll both have a problem with the first, and the second everyone will agree with. Okay, first is this Yankees. No beard, short hair rule is so ridiculous yes, at this it's, point. Yes, it's it's. Oh, I'm sur- you agree? I thought you would have a problem. Uh, no, I with that. one thousand percent. I it. mean, it is ridiculous.
2: <laughs> and it's so funny that like I think players actually troll the Yankee organization by going full-blown beard and mustache once they get traded. It, it's ridiculous. I one hundred thousand. It is ridiculous. Agree, and agree.
1: secondly, tonight, very special night at City Field as they retire the number seventeen for the Mets. Keith Hernandez uh, should be a Hall of Famer. Uh, I mean, unequivocally, you look at his offensive stats. Do do we not take defense into account at, at all when it comes to Hall of Fame? This guy, without a doubt in my mind, the best defensive first baseman I've ever seen, bar none. Won eleven consecutive Gold Gloves, and he he can't get near the Hall of Fame. I wonder a, it's if gross. If
2: you went through the Hall of Fame and you you looked at all the players, how many of them won a title, was an MVP and a Gold Glove winner, and didn't and a batting the Hall champion of, and a batting champion and didn't win the Hall of Fame? Like those four attributes, and, and obviously he had the longevity and consistency. So I, I'm with you as well.
1: Keith was Keith was just as good. He was as he amazing,
2: gets. and now he's a, a a beloved man in the broadcast. I he's want the Astros, by the way. I don't not, not not to deviate. I, I do want the Astros. I you do. want you want the Astros? I want them because I think the Yankees can beat them.
1: Oh, of course they can beat them. I'm
2: not running for them. Like if no, no, no Why no, should you? If it's Twins Astros right, game so, five, so let me I'm ask rooting you this for now. them.
1: I'm rooting for the Astros. Yankees have moved on in the ALDS. You're just you're just waiting. Yeah, and the Twins are playing the Astros in a game five. I'm rooting, you're for, rooting the Astros. for the Astros because yes. you want them. Yes, really. Yes, it's unfinished I love- business. I don't believe it. I, I love you. I-, 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 I think I think you're crazy, but I I love. Also,
5: Yankee fans, if we do get the Astros, don't tease Jose Altuve because it seems like every time that we do, he hits a home run. So
2: I'm telling the truth by the way. This isn't just like a radio bit. I really do want the Astros. There's some unfinished business there, and I'm not going to be. I'm not going to reach full Yankee peak fulfillment until we beat that team in the playoffs.
1: So, so Yankees easily run their way to a World Series and win. Yes, I'm going to feel. But you don't great get by it. the Astros in doing it. Yes. It, fe- it feels like there's something missing. Something is missing. <laughs> you're a lunatic. You're, I mean, but like you're, a certifiable you, lunatic. But
2: you can yeah. you can agree with that, Dave. Like, no. Just give me a team. I, I, just give me a title. Just give yeah, me a
1: t- I, no, titles don't grow
2: on trees. No, just give me a
1: championship.
2: I, no, I understand that, and I will take it regardless of how it comes. But there's still going to be that itch. Like when the Yankees The Giants
1: like, could play like nanas in the Super like, like, like women on with walkers. If they win the <laughs> Super Bowl, I'm celebrating like nobody's ever seen like, before. When the
2: Lakers won the title in two thousand nine, it was great. It was like Kobe ended that can't win without Shaq. But it was something more special to two thousand ten, beating the Celtics in seven games that's, after they had just it, lost if them in If you want to tell me it would be
1: more special, fine. A championship is a championship. Not We're taking. way late. Well, I, I mean, so, someone's going to perish. We're way late. People we are have dying. to break. 1 800 919 3776.
0: You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com.
1: So you've missed me the last couple I've of weeks.
2: I've missed you, man. It, and it's no disrespect, obviously, to the tremendous talent that we have here. But there's something different. As the kids would say, it just hits different when it's Dave Rothenberg. Really? It's so nice. That's this is who I am, man. I'm a I'm a man of love and adoration and affection.
1: Well, I appreciate that. I don't um, really uh, feel comfortable with this. Yeah, I don't think the music. It's two men that are appreciating the talents of another man. Why why do why do you have to play sexy music?
2: Yeah, I don't get it. I, 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 so you did real quick, Dave. Yeah. You just did something. You know, eleven years ago today was, uh, Derek Jeter's three thousandth hit. Right. Do you do you know what happened, ten years ago today
1: or twelve years ago today? Um, in the NBA, twelve years ago today in the NBA, so that is twenty ten.
2: Twenty
1: ten. The decision, wow, Jake, look, give it to me,
3: Jake. Not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven. I'm, hey, and, and when I say that, and, and when I say that, I really believe it.
1: Twelve years well, ago today, didn't quite win seven though, huh? Yeah, he didn't quite get there. Didn't quite. Get, but that was he's a, had moment a pretty that decent happened. career though, that LeBron James fella.
2: <laughs> that moment did happen though.
1: That moment did happen, and uh, in Greenwich, Connecticut, like right, right in our backyard, right here, was that, was that at the LeBron morning, James? Was that? Big, big Now, were
2: you devastated? Because the Knicks were uh, apparently in contention. Were you devastated when he didn't choose to come here?
1: Uh, Devastated, no. Very disappointed, yes. Did you feel Bing like bah! there was a, a chance that he would? Yes. Could you imagine?
2: I, I, I hate to do this, but could you imagine that it happened, man?
1: Could you imagine how different life would be if LeBron James <laughs> had chosen this? No, no, I mean this sincerely. No, like of How the- different our lives would be. And that's not even like a joke. Like li- Like sports talk radio. Going to the Garden, the 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 value of what the Knicks would mean to the NBA. I mean, could you imagine if just one guy had said, "You know what? I'm I'm going to take my talents to Broadway."
2: The the Heat went to four straight NBA Finals. Like that was a, a you know, just it felt like a a, a rock star group. Like every night, well, it just, was. You had something special. So just put that on steroids at the Garden. MSG most famous arena and one of the greatest if not the greatest players ever doing that in this city that would be unbelievable
1: it really would have but it didn't happen and unfortunately it probably never will unless he's like 44 and then they agree to like well there's the a kid. chance
2: that it could happen
1: no no leBron not coming here
2: there there is a chance no stop it you want you want the scenario? No,
1: you're going to give me his kid somehow, exactly, right? Exactly, no. because
2: that's what he—that's how he wants to end his career. Well, I, I,
1: I, if the if the Knicks do that, they're dumber than I even could ever imagine. If they draft this, if hes if really they draft good, his kid to bring in a forty-something-year-old LeBron James in desperation, well, he
2: be, he'd be like thirty-nine or forty. He's, all he's right, got, so, so
1: okay, a couple things. Firstly, the kid's not supposed to be that great. He's—I think he's fine. If his name was not Bronny James, he's—you don't even know who he is right now. Fair. Fair. Okay. And now I want a, 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 a an old LeBron James? No. He's, he's got to be 40. I don't I want Kareem it. And Kareem played until, he's, until I don't, he's 40. I don't want it. Kareem played with Magic and Worthy <laughs> and, <laughs> and Jamal Wilkes and uh, Michael Cooper. <laughs> no. The Knicks don't have any of those guys. Let, can we just try? It's hard enough for us to win in a normal way. <laughs> now we have to start having, having 40-year-old LeBron James and his child here. <laughs> <laughs> Father's, the father son duo. I mean, we really have to start bringing in a father son combination <laughs> to try and save the franchise. New York, we here. Why not make him the player coach while you're at it? <laughs> LeBron could be the GM and the owner too, man.
2: Just yeah. have it, and you can run the team. Me? Yeah, and you can coach the team. I mean, like you know.
1: Well, now we're talking. You, I think you get me involved to run the team, and I think things change. So if the Knicks, why wear pants? A,
2: and offered you a head coaching position, you you'd interview for it? You would take yeah, of it? Of course. Wow.
1: Of course. You should have seen you should have seen the victory I led our, our rec baseball team to a couple I'd weeks ago.
2: I'd be concerned about you on the sidelines.
1: No, I was terrific. And, I- and Ben says to me goes, "Dad, do me a favor." Cuz the, the regular coach was July 4th weekend. The regular coach couldn't he couldn't get there. He was he was like away. And I get an email I was like, "Can you can you fill in for me?" I was like, I, you know, I don't really want to." I said cuz I I take it too seriously and this is just more of a fun thing and I, I don't I don't think it's the right fit." He goes, "Well, okay." But then we're going to have to forfeit. I don't have anybody else that can coach. Mm,
2: that's enticing. I was
1: like, fine. I'll, I'll do it. Played the number one team in the league. Smoked them. 2-1 win. Wow. Two, in and fact, he... the umpire came up to me after he goes, boy, you really, you really outmanaged them there, huh? <laughs> so, yep. Listen, I,
2: I've heard stories about this game. They said the biggest difference was the, was the coaching. Like, you know how we do wins above replacement oh, for yeah. players? Oh, yeah. Coach,
1: C-A-R, coaching yes. above a replacement, yes. right there. that was for you. In Great fact, star. and I, I, I hate to do this into air, not dirty laundry to bring this on air. Number of the, number of the kids after the game said to Ben, ben is there any chance your dad could, could take over as the head coach of the team? Wow. Yeah, um, which I'm not, I'm not doing. You're not going to do that. That's
2: no. a little slimy, even no. for you, a slimy guy. No, I'm not. I'm not
1: doing that. You can't do that. No, but I have it. Like, there's an it factor.
2: I would just be concerned about your your coaching um, standard when it comes to LeBron because sometimes he can be a little overpowering. So to yeah, watch that I think cold. I think LeBron and I would have real
1: issues. <laughs> and and then his we, sons on the team. And I don't I don't see me winning a lot of those uh, faceoffs. <laughs> like we go into the back room, we go nose to nose. I'm looking up like, and I think I might I think I might fall apart.
2: I would be concerned for you, and then the I, wardrobe I thing too because sometimes you you're, you you could be underdressed. When the occasion calls for you to no, but here's look the beauty about being way. a head
1: coach in the NBA right now—they're all underdressed.
2: Yeah, no, it's not. I, I think. I mean, it's you, just can, that you pin... can you
1: can let yourself go. Yeah,
2: you can come out there. Mean, these guys
1: just... wear sweatshirts, speedo, I, whatever. It's all—it's all good. Um, now this year, the ESPYS are recognizing the 50th anniversary of Title IX, the landmark civil rights legislation that prohibited discrimination based on gender in federally funded educational institutions. ESPN New York will be honoring outstanding female athletes, coaches, and administrators for the contributions they have made to their local community in the areas of broadening access to sports for girls. If you know someone that has made a significant impact on athletics in your local community, nominate them at honorary ESP. Uh, let me do that again. Nominate them at honoraryesp.com tell us why they deserve an honorary ESP award. Submissions will be accepted through Wednesday, July 13th. For full contest rules, go to ESPNNewYork.com. By the way, this portion of the Dave Rothenberg Show on 98.7 ESPN brought to you by Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports live in New Jersey. Visit Superbook.com for all the latest odds and promotions. Have a problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So why don't we spend a couple of minutes on the NBA? We'll get to your calls. I, we'll, we'll take this up to Stump Rothenberg, and then we'll do Stump Rothenberg, and then maybe we'll do a little baseball at NFL in the 11 o'clock hour. But, but the NBA, I mean, you talk about, and this is real, the biggest disappointments and failures in sports history. History. Th- this Nets' current regime and combination, it has to be up there. So they're, they're, a, they're a young up-and-coming team right they're on the verge of it looks like they're putting together a good team they have a lot of young talent they're heading in the right direction everybody's excited and now Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving become available and of course everyone stops what they're doing we want these guys we'll pay them through the nose durant can't even play year 1 we'll we'll fire we'll do whatever it takes what what we have to fire the coach we'll fire the coach we have to trade players we'll trade players we you what you want to do light price whatever it is that you want you got we are going to cater to every single one of your whims and needs. And now look at it. This is as bad of a result as you have ever, ever seen. It is an absolute disaster. And you know what? Enough playing nice now. Enough. Well, Kevin Durant. I mean, I, I, can you believe this? The the nerve of this guy? Well, I'd like to go to Phoenix. Or I'd like to go to Miami? How about this, pal? If we decide to trade you, and that's if we decide to do that, we will trade you where we choose to trade you. So if it's Oklahoma City, sorry. If it's Minnesota, sorry. If it's San Antonio, sorry. You're not gonna dictate now. We're not you know what? We've already we've we've played the game with you. We've, we've played the game with you where whatever you want, we're willing to do. We'll we'll get rid of the coach. You don't like him too hard. Fine. We'll do everything that you want. You know what? It hasn't worked. It's been a disaster. The buddy that you attached yourself at the hip to has, is, is, I mean, has fallen apart at the seams. And now you want out? And now you want to go to Phoenix or Miami? Oh, well, how brazen is that? Really, Kevin Durant. And to say that his legacy doesn't suffer from this, oh, oh, it suffers from this. It's like he wants all the smoke, he wants to be the guy, but he doesn't want all the smoke and he doesn't want to be the guy. He can't He can't really decide what it is that he's looking for. And I think unequivocally his legacy is spoiled. 1-800-919-3776. And by the way, that's not to say that he's not a sensational player. He's a sensational player. Every team would be lucky to have him. But some of the stuff between the ears, I don't know. I, I wouldn't feel great about mortgaging the future for Kevin Durant because you never know at what point and say, you know what? I don't want to be here. Isn't is that what I like? And if, if Kyrie goes along with them, no thanks. No way. I wouldn't want any part of Kyrie Irving at this point.
0: You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com.
1: Well, you can try, and you I know you've missed me, even though Grasso was terrific and Damer was, was stupable, all that kind of stuff. I mean, I know you've missed it. Stump Rothenberg, 9870 SPN. We have a new advertiser brought to you by, welcome aboard, Cooper Tire. 9870 SPN brought to you by Cooper Tire is Stump Rothenberg. All right, Ty, where do we stand as we are past the midway point of the season here on Stump Rothenberg?
2: We are 249-47. and 47. You do you realize what
1: that means? That means we're over 200 <laughs> games to okay. the plus. Yes,
2: 200 games, clear of 500. Wow. Now, I mean, depressingly, we haven't done this in a month. And last time was June 11th. Three weeks
1: three weeks ago. Yeah,
2: June 11th.
1: June 11th? Yeah. No. June 11th. No.
2: It's the last tally that I have. No. Well, June 18th, we did the show. Oh, I wasn't here, June 18th. Oh, it's it's because birthday. you weren't here,
1: doesn't I mean I wasn't here.
2: Oh, so these standings need to be updated. Uh, well, you know
1: what? And this is this is the issue I have. You got to be better. Me? I wasn't here. Well, that you gotta you gotta make sure that they send you the appropriate updated standings. Oh
2: my lord, this is a catastrophe day. Yeah, it, it, catastrophic. I think
1: would be the appropriate word. Yes.
2: Um, if only we had the person right now in the studio who worked that day.
5: Hmm. Jake, what do you say for yourself? I'm still looking for the person he's talking about. <laughs> he's somewhere in the studio. Right. When so I find what? him, I'll you let you know. You guys
1: figure it out. As far as we know, we're 202 games over we're 500. Not, but we're I think not we're we're any be- worse than that. We're beyond even that. Yes. We'll get the appropriate figure at some point in the not-so-distant future. All right. Are you ready to play today?
2: Let's do it. All right.
1: All these on the line, these are all good, solid questions, correct?
2: I feel really good about what's about to happen today. Great.
1: Okay. Uh, I don't love this first question, but we go down the list. James in Woodbridge. James, you're on Stump Rothenberg. It's uh, Gene in Woodbridge. Gene in Woodbridge. All right, Gene, I apologize. No problem.
3: Dave, flags of the world. Yeah. There's only one flag in the world that has a Bible on it. What's that country?
1: All right. So that is the DR, I believe. Oh Jesus Christ! For Christ's sake, um, how did you get <laughs> Sorry, that? So In vain, my my goodness, yeah. And you know why this is amazing? So, do you know where Santiago went uh, yesterday? Uh, he went to DR. He went to the DR. So before his last show, he and I spent like a good 15, 20 minutes talking about the D- Dominican Republic, and I brought up a map of the DR. And he was telling me where he's going, and the mountains, and everything. And when I did, I saw the flag, and I noticed the Bible on it. So that ever learning, Ty. <laughs> good lord, you're good. Ever learning, you're always that, preparing for this segment. Always, life is a preparation for this segment. So that's one and zero oh so far today. And I thought I might might slip up, but so far so good. Matt, Beth Page, Matt, you're on Stump Rothenberg.
3: Good morning. Um, what is the closest planet to Earth that is not in our solar system? God.
1: Not in our solar system? I mean, do I even know? Ty, do you know any
5: planets not in our solar system? <laughs> I don't even know the planets in our solar system. Oh, stop it. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, that's a that's a. This is a tough one. I mean,
1: it's a t- <laughs> and it's the same guy that always weasels his way in, and you, and you always let him in. I, I, I don't I don't know what what's the answer.
3: It's called Proxima Centauri B, because Proxima Centauri is the star that is closest to the sun, outside our solar system.
1: So the planet. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's a loss for me, and I think it's a loss for everyone. <laughs> I, I think I, I that. Come on, that's a that's a brutal question. It's not a brutal question. It's a br- no, it's, Jake.
2: It's not a brutal question, it's Jake. Br- it's absolutely brutal. It's, it's, it's tough. It's a tough it's, it's, one. It's a
1: brutal. It's a brutal. It's question. not like who Proxima Centauri B.
2: Yeah. Now it's something that you always know.
1: I always know because I'm embarrassed.
2: But here's what I'm gonna do because I'm annoyed by him. I'm gonna. Dr- I'm not gonna allow him to get to the second round. Because he's, like, calling in with different names. He like does that. it every week. Yeah, I don't like and it. And
1: his questions are terrible. And you, you know what? It's it's on you. You should know that that Weasley guy calls in. It's the same st- voice.
2: Yeah, but maybe he's changing. Be chang- better. Maybe
1: he's changing his
2: voice.
1: He's not changing Stinch his voice. Stench in Maranek, You're on ESPN New York. How are you, sir? Uh, it's, not, it's not Rich Little calling here. Come on. Be better. John in L.A. John always calls. He's terrific. John, good morning. You're on Stump Rothenberg.
5: Hey, how's it going, Dave? Quick thing. You can't feel proud or happy that you're 240 games because you're not even close to 1,000. All right? So don't huh. be proud or happy like all these unhappy Yankee fans right here. Yeah,
1: you're right. I'm not close to 1,000 games over yet. So i got <laughs> a, a lot of work to do. What do you got, Johnny?
3: All right, Dave. Good morning. Um, so only one player has hit a inside of park home run in the MLB All-Star game. What player was that?
2: I nailed August. this, by the way. What
1: would you say? I nailed this.
2: It's having me really excited.
1: I know this. Um I think it's it's Ichiro. Isn't it? That's your final answer? Uh, I think it is. I thought it was. I yeah, I, I think it's Ichiro. Final answer.
5: You're unbelievable, Dave. Okay. <laughs> that's right.
1: Because <laughs> I thought it was each row and then, and then the way you you phrased that, I got I got nervous. So that's that's a better question than the the Proxima beast, whatever star that was. Terrible. Luke in Connecticut. Good morning, Luke. You're on Stump Rothenberg.
3: Good morning, Dave. And uh, I'm excited to uh, see how that four game division series plays out.
1: Oh, the Mets the Mets Yankees. I was oh, I, oh, I oh oh yeah, very very yeah. cute. Yeah, adorable. <laughs> very well done.
3: Yeah. All right. Um, all right. What NFL team? Well, what a kicker for what NFL team created the nerf football?
1: Extra oh, credit know, if
3: you know the guy.
1: I know this. Um, I do. It's um and no uh it's Fred Cox from the Vikings. Because he only he only no. passed he passed away, if I remember, right before the pandemic. And we I remember we discussed it on the show. So final answer. Yeah, yeah you got it, dude. Boom.
5: How do you like that, Ty? Ty's busy screening some calls, but I'm sure he loves it. I'm sure he did. Did you love it? I love I love every question you get. Even the uh solar uh, you know, good old Space
1: Anthony in the mail truck. Anthony, you're on Stump Rothenberg.
5: Hello.
1: Hello, Anthony. You're in the mail truck and you're on.
3: How you doing, Dave? Good. So my question is, who has the highest ERA in the MLB Hall of Fame?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. Now, you'd you'd think, is it, huh, like a Burt Blylevin? This is a good question. Um, Catfish Hunter? Is it, can I, can I ask this? Is it, is it someone, it's like a modern player? Yeah, it's not an 1800s guy. Is that fair?
3: No, no, it is
2: not.
1: So it's some like when you give the answer, Ty will know yes. who that is.
2: Yes, and you, you yeah. obviously know yeah. who it is as well.
1: Okay. Um, yeah,
2: I did love this question.
1: Boy, I don't know. I mean, her. God. That's a good question. Is it Burt Blylevin? I don't. I don't know it. Um, I mean, it's not going to be your. It's not going to be your Bob Gibson. Not your Seaver. Not Whitey Ford. I mean, I, I can't go through every pitcher. Um, it's a good question. Uh, I'm gonna. Get, I'm not gonna get it right. I'm gonna go with Burt Blyleven, but I I don't know that that's accurate. Final answer? Yeah, but I think I'm wrong, the, especially the way you so quickly. I wrong. got you, Dave. There it's you go. Jack.
3: Morris.
1: <gasps> Is it Jack Morris? Did I mention Jack Morris? No, I don't think ah. you did. I didn't hear it. Maybe maybe what, Ty What's heard his ERA? Three nine. Wow. that You know, he's such a big-game pitcher, though. All right, well, good for you. You got me. Good for you. Put him on hold. He gets to play in round two. Let's go to Howie and Comac. Howie, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Hi, Dave. First-time caller. Appreciate it, Howie. You love the segment, um, don't you? Yes, I do. <laughs> anyway, I'm thinking back to the 1955 World Series when Jackie Robinson stole home in that
3: first game right. and we have the the film of, uh, of Yogi Berra jumping up and down Correct. like crazy that okay and we have the batter standing there very passively watching this whole scene who was that batter
1: I don't know what 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 game that was game that was not game, game 1, one.
3: Yeah.
1: that was game yes. 1 yep
3: Yankees
1: won 6-5. Yeah, year. I think Whitey Ford got the win in Game 1 of that World Series. And I don't remember. <laughs> um, I, God, I don't I don't have the answer for you. I'm going to say he, Gil, Hod- Gil Hodges. That's funny you should say that because the
3: the answer is not Gil Hodges, but it was a substitute or t- a backup first baseman who it was. <laughs> the batter was a, a pinch hitter, and his role
1: during the season was to back up Gil Hodges. Uh, and so i don't know it who was it F- frank keller all right frank keller <laughs> and there you go ty it's a great it's a good job by you put him right on hold it's another loss for me the question that no no the keller family didn't even have the answer to that so so good for you so two guys move on let's go to uh chris and beth page He always asks a, a good question i don't have to worry about him chris good morning how about it good morning dave uh that Matt from Bethpage, Page, i he's giving us a bad name out here in Beth Page. I'll roll really around in my car door till I find that guy. Bad he news. really is. What do you got? All right. Dave, who has the all time record for playing the most games in a regular season? Most regular season games played by a baseball player. And it's it's by the way, it's probably it's gonna be it's the most unbreakable record now in sports because, you know, But this guy played the most regular season games in baseball in one season. One season. Oh, in in one season? One season. Played the most regular season games. Most regular season games in one season. It's probably someone that was traded after the one team had played. Uh, Maury Wills, I know, played. And Joel Youngblood, I know, played over 162. I'm going to say Maury Wills. Final answer, and you'd be right, Dave. He played 165 games in 1962 because they had that playoff, that two out of three, and they. Would and, and there you go, and that's and that's another victory. So that's what four is that four and three? And welcome aboard, four and three. Yeah, I feel like I'm I'm better than four and three though today.
2: Uh, it was just a couple of challenges. I mean the the,
1: the 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 batter when Yogi Berra and the the, the famous tag play. I mean, I'll never I'll never know. I don't feel embarrassed about not knowing that. The star one, I don't feel embarrassed. The, the one from John, John and uh or Anthony and the mail truck had a good one. Yeah, the highest the high area in the whole CRA. thing. Was a, it was a good question. That's a, a great it was, que- it was the
2: first It was the first was a great question. Stump Rothenberg question I got at 10 o'clock. So it had to be exciting. It
1: was, you know what? But it was a great question. I, I feel like that was a great question. That got me. The other two I don't feel guilty about. All right. We are back. Second part: Stump Rothenberg. What were we four and three? Four and
2: four and three, man. You're right
1: there. You, are you juggling the microphone?
2: I'm I'm punching the, the computer. You really are. You're yeah. taking
1: all your uh, anger out on the microphone. So we're four and three through seven. But it one. feels
2: like an impressive four and three.
1: See, you would agree, right? Yeah, like it's like a the grind. two of the three that I missed were almost impossible
5: questions, and that and that's fine. Um, Jake, are you playing today? Of course, I'm playing, Dave. Oh, okay. Is that my cue to cue that. up my question? Typically, yes. All right, sounds good. Kid. Well, okay. we have a lot of baseball questions today, so I was actually debating what kind of question to give to you. I usually like to tie in something that happened within the week. Unfortunately, we had some sad news yesterday. Uh, right. My favorite TV show, The Sopranos, Tony Sirico, who, of course, plays Paulie Walnuts, uh, passed away at the age of 79 yesterday. So I thought I'd do a Sopranos question for you today. Okay. One of the best episodes by many critics. It's actually the highest rated episode. The Pine epis- Barons episode? It is the Pine, but that was not my question. Okay. But it is the Pine Barons episode, which ironically enough, my roommate started watching The Sopranos a few weeks ago, and uh-huh. that was the episode we watched together yesterday. And then a few hours later, we find out that Paulie Walnuts, who was so legendary in that episode, passed away. Right. My question for you, Dave, is one of the characters on that show actually directed that episode. Who am I talking about?
1: Uh, Steve Buscemi directed that episode. Oh.
5: Without hesitation. That no is, hesitation. With, that is correct. So actually, they have had 23 different directors on The Sopranos, and the show creator, David Chase, actually has only directed two episodes, and it's actually the first and the last one. But How about in, that? In, yeah, a little tidbit. That's and, a nice tidbit as well. Thank you. And I did a lot of just... Since he passed away, I wanted to learn about his life a little bit more. And his background, like of being, you know, he was in prison for robbery. Uh, Sirico's rap sheet included at least 28 arrests. So it seems like he really turned his life around. And I think The Sopranos was a big part of it. So rest in peace uh, to one of the best and legendary characters on TV, uh, Tony Sirico, Paulie Walnuts.
1: Yeah, Paulie Galtieri. And, of course, um, James Caan passed away this week as well. And then Ray Liotta before that. Yeah, so, yeah and I, it's been a-
5: I did a... Uh, when Ray Liotta passed away, if you remember, I did a, uh, a question kind of revolved around Goodfellas. And when I was doing just some research between The Sopranos and everything, did you know that 27 actors and the Sopranos also starred in Goodfellas. So they, really? I mean, they really mixed and matched. I mean, some of them are obvious. Now, I'm enjoying this conversation, but is there any chance we can get back to the Yes, let's go hand? back. But just if you're a Sopranos fan, just some nice little tidbits for you.
1: Nice tidbits. I, I agree. All right, Jeremy in Bayonne. Jeremy, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Oh, hello there. Oh, hello. I have, I have an NBA question for you. Ty, did you know this question when he asked it?
2: I tried to guess it, but I couldn't come up with okay. it. Okay.
1: All right. Of
3: all of the NBA teams, Mm -hmm. there are six that have never had a number one overall pick in the draft. Can you name at least two?
1: The Thunder. That's one. And the Pacers. And I could probably continue.
2: So go ahead. Let's see how far we can
1: go. The Heat. That's three. The Jazz. That is four. The Nuggets. And the the Grizzlies. Oh, 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 six. Good six. lord, you're good! Un- uh, unbelievable! I like that, Ty. You, you couldn't get two? That was impressive. You couldn't you couldn't get two? No, the
2: OKC one was a layup. I don't know how I missed that, and the Pacers one too. But um, that's a good job by you.
1: That that's a very oh, I feel good right now. That's two in a row <laughs> since we've come back. I needed that break, I guess. The great <laughs> Fran in Massapequa. Good morning, Fran. You're on Stump Rothenberg. <laughs>
3: I man, Dave, a pleasure, man. I've been I've been listening but just waiting to try to find a question to stump you. All right, what do the you got solo here, friend? Th- the solar system question was ridiculous. Ridiculous. All right, you ready? Yeah. All right, here we go, here we go. I've been in uh stump rehab. Last year, Aaron Nola struck out ten Mets in a right. row. What Met struck out twice in that that sequence. So he struck out ten Mets in a row. And there was a Met that struck out twice in that sequence.
0: Yeah. I, Can
3: you name that New York Met? Uh, well, while you're thinking, I just want to say probably the best segment on the radio. You are doing do an incredible like, job. You know, blah, blah, blah. You know, I I don't have to tell you. I tell you all the time. You're a legend.
1: Um, God, I, I know Alonzo played. I know Conforto was in that game. McNeil definitely struck out, too. Um, And Lindor played in that game as well. Ah, God. I'm going to... I don't know it. I'm going to guess it was Conforto. That's final your final answer, Fred, Did you get me, friend?
3: No, you go through five names and then you come up with Comforto. You, Michael Comforto. You're a legend. It's it's ridiculous. I take off three months to try to you know, get <laughs> something. That was such ahead. a. It was such a <gasps> guess. You're,
1: a, you're an absolute legend. Thank you, thank you for that. I was so unconfident in that answer, but we got it. And that's what we do. Henry Astoria, go ahead, Henry. You're on Sub Rothenberg.
3: Everything, s- sesame. Uh, plain and cinnamon raisin. Oh, this is good. Oh, you know the what, Henry? Road. Get,
1: get me, get me a whole wheat toast with butter, please. Can I get the
5: egg bagel? The egg yeah. bagel. I'll or... take a bacon, egg, and cheese if possible. What's up, guys? Oh, hi. Wait, wait, wait. You're hungry this morning, huh? A lot of food, buddy.
3: <laughs> I'm damn hungry this morning. Can I uh, hit you with this question? Baseball question.
1: Yeah. It's uh,
3: who is the only player in history, only player, yeah, to have an inside the
1: park walk off grand slam? Wait, so this is one play? One player. But it's one one play? play, Yeah, walk-off, Grand Slam, inside the parker. So it's an inside-the-park, walk-off, Grand Slam. Was it Roberto Clemente? Yes, thank you. Yes, it was. (laughs) <laughs> as he gets his sesame bagel. All right, give me the ding. <laughs> I just got my change back. <laughs> oh, good. All right, there you go. That's another win. All right, brother. Good Thank luck. You. Play the ding. <gasps> Hang up on the guy. Let's move ahead, guys. I'm getting hungry. I'm just thinking about yeah. how I didn't eat breakfast. So that's, that's. I mean, what a, a round two we've had here. Uh, eight and three. Now we're rolling here. All right, Anthony Mailtruck for round two. Where do they go to college? You're up.
3: Hey, Dave. You can't fault me for this. It's NFL players, correct?
1: Skill position NFL players.
3: Yes. All right, I'll go with Darnell Mooney.
1: Darnell Mooney of uh, of the Bears? Darnell Mooney?
4: Yeah.
1: Uh, he went to Tulane. I
4: have Raymond Santiago. Good job, Dave.
1: There you go. <laughs> He's been taken. All right. And, uh, and Howie and Comac. Howie, round two for you, trying to, to do the double stump here. Okay. Uh, Who was on base when Bobby... No, no, him? no, 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 no. Where did a player go to college? Nah, Where did a player go to yeah, college? we're done. We're done. <laughs> was he going to ask the same question again? Uh, I don't know what was happening
2: there, but that's, <laughs> sometimes it's best to pretend things do happen. So
1: now is it fair to say that his original question loses a little bit of... Uh, of, of. No. I mean, come on. No. Oh, right, you know It's fine. Let's it's pretend fun. it never happened. Right? He got, right. you, nine he and got three? one, so he
5: thought he could get you again with the yeah. same. He was going to ask the same question again. <laughs> like,
1: imagine, Who was the batter when, when – all right, go ahead. Listening so, to the So show what is. are we, 9-3 pending your five, yes?
2: Yeah, Listening to the show and still not knowing what's going on. All right, so all right. I'm inspired by the 2003 NBA Jack. We had a lot, a lot of LeBron talk, so let's go there. Luke Rittenauer.
1: Uh Luke Rittenauer. I'm thinking it's Oregon – Luke Riddanauer, because he played—he was, he was another good player too. If I forget his name. Luke <laughs> What? No, there was another really good player on that Oregon team, and the other player was ambidextrous too. <laughs> Luke Jackson, maybe I think might have been the other one. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Oregon, I believe. Uh, you would be correct. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, how about this one? He was like a, a bit of a sniper,
1: Jason That's, Capono. Uh, UCLA number wow. twenty-four the Or the headband. <laughs>
2: Okay. Keith Bogans, former net.
1: Keith Bogans. Oh goodness. He went to Kentucky. Did he? Yes. I don't know why I was thinking Maryland, but he went to Kentucky. He did go to Kentucky. <laughs> so my dad's a
2: listening. A big Spurs fan. We'll, we'll, we'll show him some love by going with Matt Bonner.
1: Matt Bonner, number fifteen from Florida.
2: Wow, you yeah. are. <laughs> And it comes full circle, LeBron James. Remember when the Cavs said, this is your second best player, now go win a championship, Mo Williams. Mo
1: Williams. He was in that draft? He was. Not drafted by the Cavs, though.
5: LeBron James.
1: I think he went to an SEC school. It's either Mississippi State or Alabama. It has
2: to be one of them.
1: has to be. I think he was drafted by Utah, wasn't he? He was. I don't know he was in that draft. I I'm gonna go Alabama and I say sixty five thirty five Alabama, I feel confident.
2: I often feel like you're the Mo Williams of this program, but what you just did was hit a big shot. If you go five and zero. that's 14 four and three. After being four and three. After being four You're you're the Yankees. Started seven and six and now that's you're historic.
1: Right. I am the Yankees. I am the Yankees. And that was Stump Rothenberg brought to you by Cooper Tire. For high performing quality tires at affordable prices, come to Mavis for Cooper brand tires. And Mavis always provides the best in class customer service. Visit Mavis at Mavistire.com. So we put that to rest. And also, we'll let you know about the, the fine folks at London Jewelers. Now, to hit a home run, Everything else we know needs to line up perfectly. No different than finding the person you want to marry. When the time comes to propose, do what Michael K. did. Visit the engagement experts at London Jewelers. They'll make shopping for a ring easy and help you hit it out of the park. Let them help you pick or design the perfect ring to fit any budget from their 2 by London collection. London Jewelers is committed to getting it just right. So visit London Jewelers today at any of their six area locations. Mention that Michael told you to stop on by and you'll get the Michael K. special treatment. You're listening
0: to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com.